Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When I was about seven years old, I lived in an old house with my dad and stepmother. I adored my dad, but my stepmother didn't really like children, and she made it obvious. She was never mean to me by any means, but she... She made sure that her disinterest was shown in every interaction with me. It, w- it was mutual. It never really affected me, at least not until I met the woman that watched me sleep. It was a normal day when she first came. I helped Dad in the barn before bed, took a bath, and he tucked me in. I curled up under my covers, my little stuffed lion, and I drifted off quickly. I was pulled to consciousness only slightly when I felt the weight of somebody sitting next to my feet on the edge of my bed. Thinking it was my father checking in on me before he went to bed for the night, I didn't even open my eyes. Until I heard her start humming. It was a a soft sound. The perfect melody to You Are My Sunshine. I sat straight up and I tried desperately to adjust my eyes to the dark. I knew it wasn't my stepmother. I don't think Susie has ever come into my room. I just barely see the silhouette of a woman taking shape in the darkness. Who are you? I loudly whispered, trying to seem brave. My dad always said that his favorite thing about me was my strengths. She stopped humming and rested a hand over my covered leg. Shh, child, she said, leaning closer to me. I'm only here to watch you sleep. I can't really explain why, but I wasn't afraid anymore. Her voice was soft and comforting, and she smelled like the honeysuckle along the fence line in the summertime. Suddenly, exhausted again, I laid my head back down on my pillow. She tucked my blankets back around me and continued to hum. I quickly fell asleep. The next morning, she was gone. I sat with my dad at the breakfast table and told him about her. He smiled at me and said that it sounded like I had a very nice dream. I realized then that, of course, she wasn't actually there. We lived in the middle of nowhere, and our dog barks like mad if a leaf blows past the front door. There's no way a woman could sneak in and out of our house at night. It's not unnoticed. I was honestly a little sad, though. The idea of a woman humming lullabies next to me while I slept was something I didn't want to admit that I wanted. But doesn't every little kid want a mother that loves them? I guess my dad noticed my changed expression because he got up, wrapped me in a hug. I'm sorry you don't have a mother like that, little bug. But just know that I love you more than a million mothers ever could. He kissed my forehead and cleared the table. We went on about our day without mentioning the woman that watched me sleep again. It had been a few weeks. And while I kept hoping my dreams would bring her back to me again, there'd been no sign of her. Until one night, I woke up to the familiar smell of honeysuckle. I shut up and I looked at the foot of my bed and... There was nothing. My bedroom door was closed just as my dad had left it and a quick scan of my room showed me that I was alone. Disappointed, I laid my head back down and closed my eyes. 
and I felt the familiar shift of the mattress as someone sat next to me. And I lifted my head again. She was back. Hello again, child, she said, resting her hand on my knee. I'm just here to watch you sleep. Are you a dream? I asked, sitting up and scooting closer to her. I am if you want me to be. She smiled and started to hum like before. Why have you been gone so long? I asked her, too excited to lay back down and close my eyes. I didn't want the dream to end so soon. She stopped humming and looked at me, a curious grin. What do you mean? I'm always here to watch you sleep. You just don't always wake when I come. I looked at her for a moment, pondering this. Is this just a dream? I felt awake. She seemed real. I reached over to her and I touched her arm. She felt real. She was cold, like she'd been standing out in the rain without a jacket. But she was really there. I like having you here, I said suddenly. Can you please stay? She didn't say anything for a moment. But she looked at me, thoughtfully. Please, I added, a tone of urgency in my voice. I don't have a mother, and... And I've always wanted one. Could you just stay and pretend with me? You're here watching me sleep anyway, so can't you just... Please pretend? You can wake me up when you get here, and then we can talk or play, and... And you can watch me sleep. Please. I gripped her cold hand with both my small ones. And she smiled. Sure, little one. But I have a few rules, okay? I nodded with excitement. First rule. It must stay our little secret. If you tell anyone about this, I will not be allowed to be here anymore. I'm only supposed to be here to watch you sleep. And if it gets out that I'm bending the rules, well... Well, the point is, I won't be allowed back. Do you understand? She drew her face closer to mine, and I could tell this was important. I'll never tell anyone... I held out my pinky to give her seven-year-old me's most sincere, unbreakable promise. She took my pinky in hers and smiled. Second rule. You must be in your bed asleep every night. It sounds silly, I know, but it's rude to leave me here alone, and I won't tolerate rudeness. She actually looked stern, and I wanted a mom more than anything. So I agreed. I nervously started to pick at my nails as I geared up for my next question. Is it okay if I call you mom? Since we're pretending and all. She smiled and nodded her head. She was so close now that I could see the bun on her head bob when she did. A small golden strand of hair shone in the moonlight. She was beautiful. I'd like that. Now lie down, little one. It's far past your bedtime. I complied with a yawn and she tucked me underneath my blankets again. Good night, Mom, I said with a smile. She responded by beginning her melodic hum as I drifted off to sleep. That's how I ended up with my pretend mother, and things were wonderful for three great years. She woke me every night when she got there, and we talked about my day. She'd tell me stories, and we would, we would play until I was too tired to keep my eyes open. 
And then she hummed lullabies as I drifted back to sleep. I know it sounds silly that I never questioned exactly what she was. But you don't understand. I was so desperate for a mother that I didn't care. It didn't matter to me what she really was, because at least for a short while, in the middle of the night, I had a mom. And I loved it. Until one night I had gotten some particularly difficult homework. I wasn't great at math, see. Neither was my dad, but but he sat on the couch with me. We spent well over an hour getting it finished. It was late when I finally put it back in my bag, and my dad suggested we watch an episode of Scooby-Doo and lay on the couch before we head to bed. We're so busy with chores and my math homework that it felt like we hadn't spent any quality time together that day, so I happily obliged. I didn't mean to break her rule. I really didn't. I was, I was just so tired. And all I remember was lying my head on my dad's shoulder and resting my eyes for just a moment. He must not have wanted me to wake up. I woke up in the morning with a throw blanket around me. And I immediately panicked. I sprinted to my room and I flung open the door, but of course she wasn't there. She never comes when the sun is up, and the, the pink-orange light coming through my window told me that I was too late. I didn't go to school that day. I told my dad I wasn't feeling well, and he let me stay home. I thought maybe if I took a nap in bed, she'd come back. But she didn't. I went to bed early that night. Dad didn't question it, assuming that I still wasn't feeling well. I tried so hard to fall asleep, but I was... I was scared. So scared that she wouldn't come back. I eventually broke down into tears, and the sobbing must have done the trick. My body needed to wear itself out, because soon I drifted off. It's a weird thing when you're woken up in pain. It's sudden and disorienting, and it almost doesn't make sense to go from blissful, dreamless sleep to this. I sat up and reached for my cheek, still burning from the hit, only to have my hand yanked forward. My forearm gripped so tight that I was yanked completely out of bed before I even saw her. Her eyes were wild. I couldn't see any color in them, like the, the pupils had gone so large they covered the color and, and started leaking into white around it. Her hair was no longer up, or even golden for that matter. It was a dark, silky fire that flew around her face as if it was a terrible wind that only she could feel, and I was terrified. I almost didn't believe it could possibly be her until I smelled the familiar honeysuckle. You broke a rule. I told you I would not tolerate this. She roared in a voice that was not human. It was this animalistic growl mixed with a horrible shriek. This couldn't be her. It couldn't be my mother. It was not the voice that had sung me to sleep every night for years. I'm sorry, Mom. I, I didn't mean to. It was an accident. I was just so tired. I don't want to hear it. She growled again, releasing her grip on my arm and shoving me back in my bed. She started to pace my room in a blur, inhumanly fast, with feet I swear weren't even touching the floor. I sat there, clutching my arm with small, crescent-shaped pools of blood where her nails had used to be. I was frozen. You did this. I was always meant to only watch, but you wanted more! She started to rant, continuing her frantic pace. You asked me to be your mother, and that's when I knew! We don't have to just be watchers! I tried to think of a plan. If only I could get her to the other end of the room, I could run for the door, go get Dad, and never set foot in this room again. None of the other watchers had heard of it. It was uncharted territory, but the, the more I spent with you every night, the stronger I became. I was only gone one night, I said, trying to distract her. She stopped. She stared, not at me, but through me. That's when I figured it out, though, you see. You were gone, and I was stuck again, frozen, watching, even when there was nothing to see. 
She walked a little closer to me now, eyes flashing. That's when I knew. I became more because you wanted me to be. Without you, I go back. Don't you get it? It's it's the children who have the power. You gave me the power to be your mother. I started to cry now, running my hand along my injured arm. You, you aren't my mother, I said with a sniffle. And I don't want you here anymore. I want you to leave. She froze. Obviously panicked and clamped her hand tightly over my mouth. She clenched her eyes shut, waiting. She said I had the power and I told her to leave. I was hopeful. But I was wrong. Nothing happened. She opened her eyes and laughed out in a roar again. She removed her hand and I, I tried to make a run for it. I had my hand around the handle when she ripped me back from my shoulder. My head collided with the wooden headboard of my bed in a crack. And that's the last thing I can remember from that night. When I woke up, there were people at the hospital that asked me a lot of questions. I had a skull fracture, a slight brain bleed, multiple cuts, bruises, and a dislocated shoulder. I didn't have answers. But when they asked me who did this, I could only respond with my mother. I, I tried to backtrack. After my stepmom was arrested, I told them uh, the real story. I swear, I did everything I could to try to help her, but it was no use. The state required my dad to put me into therapy, and we never went back to that house. Life moved on. Dad and I moved into an apartment together in the city. Susie was sentenced to eight years, and Dad divorced her. I continued to see my therapist up until my teenage years. She taught me that the children can sometimes create fantasies in their minds to cope with their abuse, and that's that's all the woman who watched me sleep was. A way for me to cope with what my stepmother was doing to me. I'm grown now. I have a four-year-old son. I'm finally sitting to write this all down because tonight... Tonight he had a nightmare. I took him back to bed to tuck him in. I kissed him goodnight. I sang to him as he fell asleep. Turned out his lamp, and as I was closing his bedroom door behind me, a familiar scent made the hair on the back of my neck stand up straight. Honeysuckle. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.